I, it's I, not I, worth it. I, I, it's I mean, too I, much. It, it, it is a lot of money. Hey, fucks, by the way. Um, just talking about ACDC. I, I think it'll be worth it because in Gav's, in Gav's position, never, see, never having seen ACDC, it'll be worth it because you'll still get a fucking great show. But, I mean, I've, I've seen them twice. Pardon, have you seen them? Did you see them? With yeah, me? I mean, we saw them, remember, at Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes Bar, wasn't it? That one, yeah, it's that one. So that's that's the main reason. I'm, that I'm was 22 years ago. Yeah, 20... Was it 22? 2001. Wow. You know. So, yeah. But I, I had tickets in 2016. Um, oh, the Axel Rose one. Yeah, when they brought Axel in, when we had the option to get our money back, we just took our money back. So, you know, my brother was really keen. And... Uh, Yes, hundred quid, but everybody's charging that. Yeah, that's that's the problem. But I think what irks people though is the face value of the ticket was like hundred and fifteen, wasn't it? And then by the time you chuck on all the fees, it it rapidly became one hundred and fifty quid. So, but you, I'd like you, to know. I'd like it. to know what Wembley Stadium charged for an, an act like that to use Wembley Stadium because if if you set it out, which they will probably set it out. Two two what dates now. Okay, even if you get fifty, sixty thousand in there, that's still a shitload of money. I think I, I think both dates will sell out because it, it, it's potentially ACDC's last ever tour. So I think it is highly possible it'll sell out, and yeah, it will be. It'll be a massive money spinner, of course it will. You know, it's so it's, there's no doubt about that. But that's the world we live in now. Your cheapest, your cheapest, your cheapest, t- your cheapest ticket was seventy-five quid, and that's going to be up in the fucking up in the sky, in the absolute gods, in the middle yeah. of yeah, middle of nowhere. Um, then your seated ticket went up to like hundred and sixty odd quid, but even a standing ticket was one hundred and thirty-five. I think in the main section, anywhere near the front, was one hundred and fifty. Yeah, begs the question: If like our stadium gigs worth it? Because is it? There's a big difference between seeing a band in like Wembley Stadium or the Millennium Stadium as opposed to like Milton Keynes Bowl, which is a purpose-built outdoor music venue. And, you know, the I, I would imagine that seeing a gig at the Milton Keynes Bowl compared to, say, Wembley Stadium, it's a much more comfortable experience at Milton Keynes Bowl because you've got, firstly, there's more space. Even, even a stadium like Wembley, Milton Keynes Bowl is bigger, I would say, because you've got all the stuff at the back. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I certainly from a... Like just a moving around and a standing point of view, I would imagine so. But I mean, when I mean, I've been to Wembley twice. But the thing is, though, they don't they don't fill these venues anymore. Anyway, it's not like it used to be back in the day where, even in a massive stadium, the like the standing area would be full. As these days, it's not. It's probably two thirds full. But once it goes dark and you see the photos and everything, it all just looks full because there's enough people to make it look that way. So obviously, health and safety and all that shit. It's nowhere near as full as it used to be, but you're right though. Unless you're, you know, quite a long way to the, close to the stage down the front, I don't know. It's the same with places like Hyde Park. Just I think they're just getting too big. It's the whole event, isn't it? You know, there's bound to be massive screens both sides, probably a central stage where they can yeah. you know run down the middle and whatnot. And um, you know, I look at. Uh, Taylor Swift's latest uh, setup, where um, that's two fucking weeks in a row we've brought up Taylor Swift on this it's, podcast. 
It's unbelievable. No, you, you, did you honestly just bring up a Taylor Swift on a fucking metal podcast? We did last but, week. Uh, well. let, 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 let's just let's just get some ground rules here, right? Because this is the <laughs> first time you've we what the first first time you've been allowed on, right? Without pre-prepared material. Two, the triumvirate is not present. So you'll take you've got to take up a third of the slack. Get your shit together. <laughs> know what you're fucking talking about. Drop this Taylor Swift shit. You want to bring up fucking other other metal bands that no, neither of us don't like? That's fair enough. That's metal. But just keep this fucking... And, and unless you, you've got an analogy of how close Taylor Swift ever came to thrash, I don't want to fucking hear it. You'd probably shake it off. Oh, nah, nah. Fucking <laughs> shake yourself off the fucking North Cliff, uh, White Cliffs of Dover, as far as I'm concerned. Bless her. Anyway, what were you saying before you got rudely interrupted? Well, no, there's nothing rude about it. Okay, in, in terms I, of I, I have to stand for some reason. <laughs> the voice isn't here. That reason falls on me. Just in terms of pure stage setup, the video wall that she's got is absolutely incredible. But then the whole of the stage, which comes through the middle, is also a video wall. So yeah. the, all of the floors are video, and that as a spectacle, you know, when you've got when it does go dark and you've got sixty, seventy thousand people. In uh, in American football stadium, it is an experience, and I think that's what you're paying for, isn't it? It's not just to see see the band; it's that whole experience. I think the only slight downside may be look, you'll get a show. ACDC's show is fucking it's mental. It's it's up there with Kiss and the likes. It, it's bonkers. It, it's daft. It's loud. It's it's just fucking great fun. I mean, for those about to rock, when you've got the cannons going off. Yeah, exactly. You you you'll 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 fucking love it. There's no doubt about that. But it's been. I think the only possible issue with it maybe is that it's in July and it will probably be finished by half ten. So a lot of it will be in daylight because it will be a good two and a half hour set. So yeah. You're looking at an eight o'clock start, and in July you'll have probably a good two thirds of it in daylight, but. But then we we did it at Milton Keynes as well, and we saw them a, a good chunk of it was daylight. So I think that was in June. It was even worse. So I remember, yeah, seeing, was, Spring, was, I remember um, seeing Springsteen at Wembley Stadium. He started at six and finished at nine. The whole fucking thing was in daylight. It'll probably be boiling up. So uh, we've chosen a seat out of the way because we're old these days. Not like 20 years ago when I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers in uh, Pride Park in Derby right down the front, and I swear to God, it was the hottest day ever. Yeah, it's never nice. People passing out everywhere, water being passed out from the front, and as they hit their encore, the heavens opened. I've never been so thankful that it rained. <laughs> Thing is, though, when you're in your early 20s, you can handle all that. We're getting yeah. old now. It's, you know, I, I it wouldn't... Ra it rained... It rained last Sunday here, and uh, the, uh, the the government announced the national shutdown of all schools on the Monday because it rained <laughs> on the Sunday. <laughs> I had the day off. <laughs> I was just like, no, actually, you know, I didn't have the day off. I had to, I had to teach online, but you know, I was sat at home, and I only had to do, I had to do a uh, fewer classes. But um, yeah, it was just like because it, 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 it. To be fair, it did actually rain. It was proper rain on the Sunday night. Um, but because they built the roads here, there's no drainage, there's no sewers, there's nothing. So the rain just stays there. And uh, they can't drive anyway, So let alone drive in rain. So like the amount of like road deaths go up, they spike every time it rains. Um, 
so yeah they were just like no student safety can't can't have them drive into work tomorrow shut the fucking country down i was like okay fair enough um well anyway we are i suppose loosely talk about that we got gav back on um because well why not and uh but Gav's but, but this- listen i i just want to go on record i was not in favor of this okay absolutely outrageous it is a bit it is a bit but you know look this Gav's going through it's because a... he's scared. He's scared to be alone with me ever since the first episode, which is not even on Spotify anymore. And I am deeply offended by it. It's like that's like saying that's like Metallica disavowing No Life to Leather, the demo. <laughs> like, I mean, just well, it's probably best that it isn't out in the public in the public domain. No, it, it's really. a perfectly acceptable episode. I'm sorry. I don't think it is because we lost the first fucking episode, which was perfect. And we acceptable. basically redid it again. We redid right, it and again. We, we threw we, something together. Yeah. And it, it was a bag yeah, of and, shit. But, and it was perfectly acceptable. But I, I actually have no idea why it's not on Spotify because it's every, it, I don't, I don't know why I've, it's within the, the confines of the hosting, but for some reason it's not out there. It's, I don't know. It's probably a good thing. But, it's too no, raw. You're, you're right. Raw you're, for you're right. You're right. I don't. I don't want to just do an episode with you because I, I need someone else in the room to. They're going to find the tape of that episode no, this, in the woods is, somewhere. This, this is what I'm talking it about. Will be. It will be out in the woods. It'll be in some fucking hut. Um, <laughs> after he's been out there killing people. But anyway, <laughs> look, the reason we got Gav back on again is because. You know, anybody who listens to this podcast fairly regularly will, will know Gav's been on it a few times. And and back in October last year, you uh, had the delightful experience of your first metal show, which was very cool. And it was really good fun. And and ever since then, you've been going on this really cool journey that kind of makes me a little bit jealous because you, you're sort of discovering all this great music that, you know, it's just like something completely new. So it's at our age, that kind of thing doesn't really happen very much. So it's it's like, it's quite... It's quite fucking good fun to be honest with you. I, it's it's just something a bit different for those of us that are old and grumpy and moan about this and moan about that. This is all good fun. So what I want to know is why, <laughs> for a first start, why the fuck have you chosen this this music um, noise, as my parents would say? Um, and like, what is it you've loved about it? And who is it you're loving? And because you're fucking like K Man's list on a Friday, you're all over it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, where to start, really? I mean, the, um, you know, last year came on to specifically talk about some fairly niche stuff. You know, certainly right up uh, Padre Street with the wrestling one, which was the, the, the first one. And then from there, kind of listening to the pod and then coming back on and doing the movies one. And then having that opportunity to go to um, the Municipal Waste gig. You know, I spent a lot of time listening to Municipal Waste to go to that gig and then slowly, slowly started to kind of um, listen a bit broader than that. And then I think as it got towards Christmas time and you guys were starting to lay out your top 40 albums of the year and I started kind of cherry picking albums out of that Green Lungs, um, This Heathen Land, absolutely love that. It's one that I've gone back to um, a couple of times. Um, obviously, Creeper, you know, that's only a couple of weeks ago where I'm joining yep. you guys down in Margate now to go and see them. Sunny Margate. And, um, 
and then speaking to to you Traganja kind of just after Christmas you kind of laid the challenge down to say right the challenge is now you need to have a top 20 when we yeah. get to the point next year and um that's kind of kicked in my competitive edge I think where I've just gone right well I've got to start I've got to start listening and where to start I think you know that was the first thing because I remember the first week of Jan um that year came and lifts out whatever it was 35 different albums and I'm looking at it thinking fucking hell I haven't listened to 35 albums in probably the last five years let alone in the space of uh, a week and you start looking through it and it's death metal this and power metal that and doom metal and all these different sub genres and it's just fucking loads you know where do you even start so i think i even tweeted out to k-man said oh, this is this is loads he went this is a quiet week mate yeah yeah, yeah. wait yeah. just wait um and i think that's what's been good then having you guys around me as a try this and then if you like this have a listen to this and some of it's been new stuff some of it's been old stuff to try to get that kind of balance between you know this is kind of what you can go and watch what we could go and see versus well this is you know where some of it started it's, it's so like I think that's kind of where we are now it, yeah it, and it has become a little bit project gavin but <laughs> i don't want it to sound like really fucking patronizing because for one you know you've long been a fan of of rock music anyway haven't you like the chili peppers yeah. spring and you know which we all are as well we all grew up with that kind of stuff so it's not like you're completely fresh to to music as a whole and it, we don't want it to sound like we're kind of gatekeeping metal and trying to educate someone as to what's good and what's not but the fact is that that's exactly what we're doing no it isn't it isn't where well, it is what do you think we're... i've been doing since fucking 2000 with this cunt we... <laughs> but that's that's the difference you're a cunt the rest of us aren't so we we welcomed him in, and you've kept the gate. Yeah, I did. The door's been open for twenty <laughs> years, and you're asking, "Oh, so how did this start?" For me, it's just the complete lack of fucking gratitude and respect. <laughs> I took him off the fucking street. You don't deserve right? it. You weren't there. You weren't there in two thousand and six. <laughs> sat in a hard rock in in rock cafe in Amsterdam, telling him who the big four were, explaining the fucking significance of those four bands showing him the videos, requesting them to put on music, okay? This has been a slow build for me, okay? This is almost the culmination of my life's work, is this person listening to Mel, okay? <laughs> and I want to—I want some fucking recognition. No, that's like trying to give recognition to a goalkeeper playing out from the back, and we've just come along, and we've finished it after 20 passes. No, it's got nothing to do no, with football. No, okay? no that's a shit analogy. No, okay? no, one, no one cares about your input on this. I think Gav's already listening to more new music than than you have done in your entire life. But that's that's crap because at some point I would have listened to all of this stuff that we're feeding him, the older stuff. And at that point, we've all been in this position. We've all been in this exact position at different points of our life. And someone said, "Here's twenty fucking different albums. Go and listen to them." That's how I got into this. Someone just literally gave me a stack of tapes and said, go and listen to all of this stuff. And I did. It took you 20 years to listen to 20 albums. No, no, it didn't. (laughs) Well, what I've been lucky with is, you know, uh, 
Padre's been there going, right, <clears throat> Maiden, start here, listen to this one, then go listen to this. You know, Pantera, start with um, uh, Cowboys from Hell and, uh, you know, see what you think of that. Then I've kind of got um, you, Steve, where I might say to you, oh, I quite like this. And you'll immediately say, OK, well, try this. Or you might like this. Um, and then even the voice of reason <clears throat> this week, it, uh, was it Unleash the Archers? Yeah, yeah. You'll like this. Go and listen to it. And I'm starting to get, you know, even, you know, and Bean as well and, uh, and, and Nige all coming in and going, well, you're starting to kind of find out what you think I like. And then feeding in little bits and pieces, um, and then the the community, the metal community on Twitter is just really good because everybody seems to post. Oh, I'm listening to this at the minute, or this is the first time I've listened to this. And just from that, I've listened to to different bits and pieces. Like this week, I listened to um, Three Inches of Blood, fucking yeah, which, yeah, which I really liked. Um, and you know, quite frankly, if I hadn't seen whoever it was post that I would have never have heard of them. Yeah. And that, that is the beauty of having that online community. Now, I suppose, you know, I suppose 20 years ago when it was message boards, but it's nowadays, it's just, it's just easy. Everything's yeah. at your fingertips. So you, you've kind of got, it's almost overwhelming. I think it's overwhelming for when you're already a metal fan sometimes. Well, that's it. I mean, last week, I think it was like 40 odd albums this week. It's another 40. And, you know, there's no way that you can listen to them all. You know, no. there, there really isn't. You've got to start, um, you know, picking ones that you think you like. You know, and I was starting off, I'd, I'd just look at a few of the covers. I go, I quite like that cover. I'll go and have a listen to that. You know what? That's, uh, not, a, that's not a bad way of doing it. And, uh, um, yeah, to quote Uncle Mike, if, if the album looks like either a Judas Priest album or some kind of moody black metal, then it's probably going to be worth at least having a go. So... Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I I tend to pick things by album covers these days. You sometimes you can just tell. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but with um, I I use Apple Music rather than Spotify. It's all there, predominantly. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a few bits and pieces you might need to jump onto kind of Bandcamp to have a listen to or or whatnot. But it's pretty much right there at your fingertips, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I think, because. You can be incredibly impatient. And my kids are absolutely terrible. They'll say, oh, put on, you know, Apple's top hits. Ten seconds in, don't like this one, put on the next one. Put on the next one. And I think when you listen to some of these albums, you can do that. Really, You can make a, a, a decision really, really quickly. Yeah, 10, 20 seconds um, and you make an assumption. And, you know, if I think of some of the uh, kind of death metal, black metal stuff, which certainly would never have been my cup of tea you know six months ago i would definitely have listened to 20 seconds of that and gone i can't understand the thing they're saying it's growly noise it's going in the bin it's going off and i'm on to something next i'm thinking i've just slowly learned now over the last kind of couple of months you got to give some things um, a bit of patience and i think that's how i ended up liking um lord dying's um new album clandestine transcendence because as that album goes on, there's all sorts going on, yeah. all sorts, all the way through. And, you know, that's nearly an hour long, that album. And it's, it's 
it's like a a full-on play in an album it's like a drama which just kind of unfolds with all sorts of different vocal tricks and clean vocals and kind of death metal vocals and orchestra stuff and you know it's i need to i need to go back over that because i it didn't it really didn't click but like all the elements that are there i i should fucking love it it should be up my street but for some reason it didn't maybe it just needs more listens or maybe i'm being impatient but you know i know a lot of people yeah. who do love it I think that is one thing, isn't it? Is like repeat listens as well, hmm. and it and it does work both ways. Um, because there was, um, the one album earlier this year with um the guy from LA Guns, um, oh, um, yeah, I know the one you mean. I can't remember what the album was called, but um, on first listen, I was like, oh, this is really good. I even said to you, um, yeah, this is good. And then I went back a couple of weeks later and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, actually, it's not quite as good as i thought it was chasey tracy guns and um but i know the one you mean but yeah, yeah. You're, you're right it can get to a point where like if it sometimes if it's too good too quick that's a sign that you probably will get bored of it yeah you know? but but then there's other stuff like um um uh, was it necro weasel which you sent me and i again yeah, i listened to it first of all and i was like oh i'm not sure but then there was something there which was saying no, go back and have, a, have another listen. And when I've listened again, I've gone, actually, that's good. And um, I think both of you mentioned this the other week, that sometimes you've just got to be in the mood. And it might depend where you play that music uh, or the mood that you're in, you know, whether you're in the car, in work, and it's on, in the kitchen, moping around the house or whatever. You know, the the album that you listen to can affect your mood and your mood can affect your enjoyment of that album so you know sometimes stuff is worth a couple of listens to really get into it to see whether you like it or not that is an interesting one that like padre how do you listen to music mm. in that flat because you because you've obviously got fuck all else to do out there so what what do you do if you want to listen to something do you just sit there and listen to it or do you listen to music while you're cooking or or, or what um i don't well okay usually i mean I would listen to music on my walk to work, but I don't. I don't walk to work, so. Uh, well, I, do, I I walk back from work. So at the moment, um, my my, the times I listen to music are when I'm at the gym, um. And, when I'm if I'm cleaning, uh, if I if I do work, if I work at home, I listen to music. But what, but yeah, you're, I try and what you're doing aside. depends on what you listen to as well. Like if you're working from home, you're not going to listen to fucking Hatebreed or something, are you? If you're working, you're going to listen to something a bit more easygoing. No, no. I, I, if I'm if I'm studying, I actually listen to, like, I, I want to listen to metal, or I go the other way, that like I listen to classical music. I, th that's that's the two things. Like, or like classical and opera, or like fucking garish metal. Like I could listen, I can listen, I can study, I can listen to Malevolence, I can listen to Death, listen to Slayer, I can listen to uh, Morbid Angel. It depends, and it's really funny as well. If I'm if I'm reading something and making notes, then I want something that's uh, uh, I've heard before. No, no, yeah. that I have. I can listen to stuff I haven't heard before. If I'm doing something where I actually, in terms of studying, where I actually have to sit there and think about it. Because I don't understand it, then I, 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 it's better to have stuff I've, I, I already know. Um, yeah, it's back. It's so, back 
yeah yeah um but what i what i find is i think one of the best ways to get people into music is i mean back in the day it was mixtapes yeah yeah now it's like those mixed playlists because like for example i i was listening to um listening to fugitive earlier today and um they've only got they've only got the ep out so on spotify just then it just starts playing stuff that's like recommended for you and that can go anywhere um yeah once and, once that um, algorithm it's, kicks in you know it's a smorgasbord then you can get all sorts thrown at you yeah so this uh, i don't know if you've, you've heard of this band Trigenza. so this is a 2021 album so it's not it's not exactly new but uh, it's a band called Wraith. Band called Wraith. Wraith. Yeah, I've, I've heard them. I've listened to a couple of songs. They they came along in that whole. They're a bit like bands like High Command. I have listened, but I haven't. They didn't really sort of. I didn't listen to enough to be fair. Bit bit thrashy, yeah, I mean, bit, bit like a cultist thrash, I suppose, is one way of looking at it. They're like it says. I mean, the, the the Spotify description. I don't think really does them justice. It says Wraith is a blackened speed metal band that hails from. I don't what I don't even know what that means. Black and speed metal. <laughs> anyway, there were there were um it mean like speed metal, thrash metal. This is the thing I don't I don't like this semantic BS when sometimes when it comes to metal. So like again, it's the use of that word speed metal denotes that they're not thrash metal, but we all know that there's the same. The, the people in the know know that the same bloody thing. Um, well, speed speed metal. From I mean, I suppose speed metal is somewhere between, and this is going to go down a whole different rabbit hole now, isn't it? Speed metal is somewhere between like traditional new wave of British heavy metal and thrash, and it's like the the bridge in between. It's like not as heavy as thrash, and it's faster. Mm, yeah, than new is wave it? Like, heavy metal. Like, I mean, like I mean, back in the day, Megadeth referred to themselves as speed metal. So state of the art speed. Um, metal. State of the art speed metal. But no, like I'm saying, the, the whole point is just like like the. The, the song Undo the Chains by Ray. There's a riff at the end of that. And it just when that riff kicked in, I just I had to pull my phone out of my pocket because I was walking into the supermarket and actually look at the song and click follow. So that's a band I'm gonna go back and listen to. Now I don't I don't know if they're gonna they're not probably gonna become one of my all-time favourite bands, but that's definitely something that's gonna go into a mix playlist at some point because it's different. Yeah. Um and just to keep you off my fucking back. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there was... I mean, that, I mean, I didn't... I mean, even actually just listening to uh, Fugitive, I think I, I heard them before you recommended them because, again, it was that hour because I was listening to Power Trip and then that yeah, just dropped yeah, into the... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I like that aspect of Spotify. Um because you don't know where it's going to take you. Um, so that's I think that's a good way. I mean, and then also you've got so many different playlists on Spotify, so best of the 90s, best of 91, best of 94, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah, it's great. Um, songs that, and then you've even got the playlist, like songs that influence Metallica or songs that influence this. And then you go on that playlist and you've got Sabbath, Priest, all the, all the new wave of British heavy metal stuff. So those, yeah, those playlists are perfect for when, like you say, when you're walking somewhere or something, you don't know what to listen to and you just stick on something like that. Inevitably, it's going to all be stuff you like anyway, or you might hear something new. So, yeah, you know, it's just everything's at your fingertips. It's, 
you, you can't knock it really. Gav, do you find that that listening to more aggressive music has changed your driving when you listen uh, to the car? No, not really. No. I might walk the dog a bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> um I have found the dog walk is actually a really good chance to just uh put a couple of albums on and where you can just shut off and just you know dog has a run around the field and whatnot and you're in your own little world. That's a good opportunity to to probably yeah. listen to some stuff. Yeah. Um that's sim it's similar to working out in the gym, isn't it? You just sort of kind of get in your own yeah. You know, I mean, and, uh, I, I I only work out at home, so I, whenever we work out at home, I always put vinyl on because I don't know, it's just something because it's an opportunity just to listen to stuff on on record and it makes a nice change. So. Yeah, I, I've had it a couple of times in the last uh, few weeks where I've said, "Oh, I'm going to take the dog for a walk," and then one of the kids has come, oh, "I'll come with you," and I'm like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> but um, Matilda came with me the other day, and luckily she took her scooter and she's scooting off, and I was listening to. Um, heretic filthy hymns for sleazy demons oh that just, album just cracking up laughing and then she's turning around what are you laughing at and i'm just like i can't really tell you <laughs> but yeah. um yeah. padre i think i i think i will uh, i'll ping you a link for that i think you need to get on it because it's, it's i don't know what good. it is to be honest with you but it's um... uh i've got to say one of the the things that have borne fruit for me recently you it was the, uh, the 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 playlist on Spotify, London Metal Coalition. Yeah, shout out to them. Actually, what they you know what they're doing as a whole is is a really cool thing. And yeah, when they're putting together playlists of the of the bands that they're involved with and whatnot, that's that's a really yeah. So like for example, really cool uh, Worship of Sacrifice, Hulkbird, Thrasher Wolf, Clutch, and um, yeah, is it Wargrave? Those those bands. I was like again, they 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 stopped. I had to stop, pull my phone out of my pocket, and just be like, "I need to block that." But that's that's the community again. That's like what you're talking talking about with with Twitter. There's there are these these communities, and it isn't just online. There's, you know, I mean, the London Metal Coalition, for what little I, I know about it, there's there's about I think it's about fifty bands, and there's loads of people and fans and and whatnot, and it's all about putting on shows and and you know co promoting and promoting each other and all all that kind of thing. It's a very very cool way of just you know giving you know part-time bands exposure and getting gigs and things like that it's just it's almost like it's almost like it's it's um it's it's utilizing the digitalization of music for good you know it, kind of you just have to accept now that bands aren't going to make a living out of making and selling music you know it's not going to happen so you embrace it in other ways and and you know stuff like london metal coalition I've got that nailed down. So, you know, yeah, I've, I've asked a couple of them to come on the podcast and and talk about what it. What I want to know, from Evans, is um, any any particular like riffs that have stuck in your mind or solos. So I think this is where, I'm, you know, I listen to stuff at the minute, and I'm probably still at a point where I don't know why I like some stuff. Um. But I think that'll that'll come, you know. Like, and the 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 variety that is out there is ridiculous when you start looking at all of the kind of subgenres and whatnot. And and sometimes you, know, you look at uh, K Man's list and it'll start to say it's you know uh, 
orchestral power progressive metal and you know all of this other stuff um and then apple is really not very good at categorizing any of it if i'm honest it's either it's either metal or or death metal and then you'll listen to the death metal stuff and you'll think no this isn't really death metal um in terms of you know stuff i've really liked this year like i love the lucifer album yeah i have bought that on um on vinyl um and i think you know a lot of that i think is kind of chorus driven as well so it does it all, comes, real it all comes back to good songs. Yeah, you've really got kind of good kind of hooks um, in the middle. Um, and then uh, a shout out to um, a band, Vexus, who um, dropped me a message on Twitter the other day. And I would, you know, again, I'd never have heard of these guys without K-Man. They've got a song on their end of the line debut album called um, uh, War Is Peace. Where I've just found myself singing that. It's an absolute earworm. Great riff, great chorus. And um, this Vexus band is just one guy on his own who's done the whole lot, which I just think is absolutely incredible. Like, an unbelievable thing to do all in your own. He's 23. I, I listened to that. I, I, I listened to that stuff because you sent it to me. Yeah, I think you're right. Good riffs, but I'm not sure if there's enough in between the riffs to hold it all together. I said I, I have enough. I've had another listen. Yeah, um, yeah. It's gonna. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if there's enough there for me personally. For a debut album, but, you know, like you said, all on his own, hell of an effort. And I, I do think there's a couple of real standout songs. I think you know, uh, end of the line and, and war is peace are both really good. It's a really strong opening opening to that album. Really strong. Any uh, any sort of one man metal project is is always such a fucking cool thing that someone does the whole works. So you know, shout out to the likes of like Seven Doors and and even even up to the levels of the likes of Isan, you know, his his new one is just like this fucking masterpiece of progressive orchestral, as we've been talking about black metal essentially but all coming from the brain of one person is is something else and we're not talking about people like dave mustaine who you know megadeth is essentially a one-man project but these guys that just they just do everything they can lock themselves away and just do the whole lot yeah it makes you a little bit sick to be honest with you but yeah, that great stuff that orchestral version of um of that album that's come out this morning is just epic i mean it could be a film score it's uh i read a description of um what he said that it was supposed to be and you know each album is is a complete story and although they kind of interlink each one is its own kind of separate entity and its own story um and it feels like it you know you feel like when you've listened to it you've been on a journey yeah it is I haven't listened to the orchestral version. I've listened to a couple of tracks, but I'll probably give that a um, a run in the car tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, he, look, the metal version is is orchestral enough by itself. That's got all the fucking pomp and drama that you would expect, and it's the closest Padre. It's the closest thing that that Isan is going to do to a new Emperor album. 
easily. You know, it's not a million miles away from Prometheus. It just, you're basically taking an album like Prometheus and taking away the death metal element. And that's what you've got left. But it just sounds massive. East, all East Sound solo stuff is really cool. And it, and it ebbs and flows and there's loads of different stuff going on. He's like a black metal Devin Townsend. But this new one is, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's just another level, I think. It's crazy. Uh, and I think that's a good one where, you know, I've listened to the, I listened to the orchestral one first. Really, really liked it. Listened to the metal one second. Liked some of it. I preferred kind of the end, maybe three or four tracks where maybe kind of some of the vocals soften a bit. Um, but I need to go and listen to it again. And I will go and listen to it again. Because it, it, it does need, I think, probably a couple of repeat listens to really get all of it. Because like you said, I mean, there's yeah. shit loads of stuff going on. But it's when when you know, even when you listen to it first and you're like, thinking, yeah, that's going to take some more listens, but you know it's just going to carry on you know, digging its way into your brain. And those are the ones that stick with you. Yeah. You know, I go back to some of the albums last year, some of my favorite albums from last year that were in my top 40, a big chunk of them were from earlier in the year that obviously stuck around for the entire, the entire kind of 12 months. So, you know, there, there is, there is some sort of validity to that. Um, what's been favorite album of the year so far then? I think it's probably Lucifer. Yeah, I I uh, agree with that. And the more people that keep nagging them is the sooner we're going to find out when this UK gig is. Look, every day. Yeah. Every fucking day until they get absolutely fucking pig sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep doing it. Even, even if I forget one day, I'll do two in a day just to make sure. But... Yeah, uh, yeah. The sooner they get over it, the better. All five albums are, are just so fucking cool. But the new one, um, we've we already spoken about it. But it's just, it's just such a great collection of songs. It's got great choruses. You've got the those great Iomi esque riffs. Everything you want from that kind of retro sound, and they, they've got the full works. They've just properly, properly nailed it, and I can't wait to see them. Um, yeah, so I you caught them last week, but there you go. Yeah, I mean that's that's right up there. I yeah, I do think Lord Dying is one that I've just gone back to and back to and back to. Um it's in the library and I'm sure I'll be listening to that, you know, more throughout the year. So that could be one that just like you said, hangs around and is still there being listened to towards the end of the year. Lingers. Lingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lingers like a bad smell. Um I mean, in terms of kind of a bit more fun stuff, yeah, Filthy Hymns for Sleazy Demons is one I'll definitely go back to just because it's just really a good, fun album. Um, I have like Swallowed by Hell, Morbid Saint as well for a bit of uh, thrash. There's definitely elements of um, municipal waste in there uh, when I've listened to that. Uh, Burn Pit is a good song and uh, Bleed Them Dry as well on that album. Liking that. I haven't given that a proper spin yet, actually. I need to. It's, it's sat in my library. But I haven't touched it yet. A couple of songs, but that's about it. But then again, they're, they're a, you know, a proper legacy band. They're one of the, you know, one of those early kind of thrash crossover bands. So, you know, they've, they've earned their stripes, so to speak. 
Yeah, I think there's been quite a lot of that out uh, early early this year, isn't there? So, you know, you've had um, Saxon kind of release a new album. Um, and, and there was a few others where I've kind of gone, oh, I've listened to this. And you've gone, yeah, but you need to go back 25 years and, and listen to this. I don't want to do that too much, though, because there are there are bands that are putting stuff out now and, like, you know, specific names escape me to a certain extent, but that are doing their best material now. You know, they've been around for 25, 30-plus years. Like the new Mortar Scold album, for instance, they're a band that's been around for about 30 years now. And the new one that's out in a couple of weeks is a fucking killer. It's an absolute fucking killer of an album. So um, I've I've just got into Suffocation, a band that I've tried several times before, but they've never really flicked my switch. The 90s stuff is too, you know, sort of throwaway death metal for me. But the last three albums have just just properly fucking clicked. So it's, it's, it's easy to disregard a band's newer material and just go back, oh, you've got to listen to the first two albums. It's not always the case. Sometimes what they're doing now, they're just stepping up their game. You're right. It's not always the case. But again, what we're talking about here in terms of people's taste and what they what they will like and won't like is incredibly subjective. Yeah, right? completely. So yeah. you, you're not going to, like, there are bands that you listen to that I will never listen to. Okay, except and that's the same for you. It's the same way as for Gav. But I think if someone is getting into the genre, then you're you're very much like you know, it's it's very much like fucking Dante's Inferno. You're like Virgil, kind of like guiding him through the fucking seven circles of hell. <laughs> yes, I mean because there is a there is a lot of shit, and I think well, our our job is to say look. There's the, all of this stuff. You definitely, at some point, should go away and give it the, the a listen to it. Um, and that's not, and you know, some people might argue that's being elitist. It's not being elitist no, not. would then be, no. being no. elitist would then be well. If you don't like that, you're not a proper metal fan, even yeah. though secretly you know it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, so, like for example. Saying go, I I said to Gav a, a while back, go listen to Power Slave. Just, just that was, I, I, he was like randomly like, what do you recommend? I just said Slitten, and I was thinking, and like that was that was an album that just popped in my head, and I thought, no, just go. I said listen to Power Slave, and then if you like that, go and listen to Live After Death. Yeah, and like, with Pantera as well. I said Cow, I said I said Cowboys from Hell. Other people might have said Vulgar Display or Far Beyond Driven. I, I would agree with Cowboys. I, I don't think Gav was. Over the moon with Cowboys. I mean, it was no. a couple of But what did you think of 101 Live Proof, the live album? Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah. yeah Pan- comes, it comes, a lot of the stuff comes to life on that album, doesn't it? Like songs like Cemetery Gates, for instance, is a different animal on the live album. Yeah. So, you know, and I think as well, you've got to, um, you, 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 can, you can like pop music. And if you like the Backstreet Boys, it doesn't matter if you've never heard New Kids on the Block. It makes no fucking difference. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you've never if you never listened to the Bass City Rollers or Bucks Fist or any of those fucking shit yeah, pop acts in the 1980s. Yeah, it doesn't matter because none of them are in these these dickheads might say, "Oh yeah, they without Backstreet Boys, without New Kids on the Block, you'd never have to take that and Backstreet Boys and then sing." Who gives a shit? They're, they're, they're cookie cutter. 
they, they would have emerged at some point anyway. Um, but you, you know, how you know you can have a much better or a much more subtle appreciation for new wave of traditional metal or thrash metal if you've known, if you've listened to Kill 'em All and Peace Cells and you know Brain and Blood and Testament and Exodus and all that kind of stuff. You know, even if you don't love it and you like the new stuff, the new band's better. You've got then you've got an appreciation for it. You know where it comes from, and it's it's like Dave from Metal City Records saying people with dirty shoes standing on the shoulders of giants. (laughs) Um, Heritage matters in metal. Tradition matters in metal. It's a community. We have set standards. We have like pillars of the community, as it were. And some of those, some of those are bands. Some of those are fashion statements. Some of those are behaviors. And it's, it, it matters. And it's, it's a heritage and you pass it on to the next, um, uh, generation and, and that passing on it, it, it's probably easier now and again coming back to the kind of the streaming platforms because you can say this album came out in say so i mean we were talking on twitter when we all of us the other day around creator 2001 start there and yeah. then yeah. you go into apple music and everything's there the whole lot same with halloween where i was like right I've heard of this band. Where do I start? Now, the thing is for me, I've got no points of reference on a lot of this stuff. Um, so, you know, I bring up Taylor Swift because that's something I know. And it's been, you know, uh, culturally, uh, I'm culturally aware of that. But I haven't got some of the more you know, in-depth reference points where I would listen to a song and go, well, that sounds like X. Now you should go and listen to this. And this is where you guys are really helping and i it's absolutely not um being gatekeepers of it or teacher student type thing it is probably like you call it up front traganza fun for me to be able to kind of come to you and just say well i've listened to this and i really quite like it what what else do you think and we did it with one the the other the other day and it was um uh a female-led metal band and i was just like oh the only point of reference that I've really got is Evanescence. And that's just me being honest. Um, and then from there, you've said, well, you should go and listen to, you know, X, Y, Z. And I've kind of gone off and spent the day kind of, you know, listening to a few different um, bits and bobs there. Lunar yeah, it was, Coil. It was, uh, it was uh, Lacuna one, Coil. One of the best... Yeah. One of the best things about the heavy metal community is that when, when someone like Gav comes along and says the only favorite reference I've got is Evanescence, is that you know we won't, we will never judge those people. You fucking would openly. <laughs> you of all people, <laughs> openly. You know, I mean, Gav hasn't seen the, the WhatsApp chain we've got. What shit Evans is listening to this week? <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't um, be offended. What is cool about going about going backwards though is like it, it gets to the point where as you start to as you start to really get into certain bands and you can you can then go back and you can you can start to see that the evolution from where they became like Metallica, the perfect example. You know, Kill 'em All is this rough, raw, you know, kids in a garage kind of thing. And and as they go along, 
you can see how they've evolved as songwriters, as musicians, like the production gets better. Well, up to justice, but there you go. But the evolution between Kill 'em All and Master of Puppets in the space of three years is almost inhuman. How you go from that to that in terms of, you know, both great albums in their own right, but from an evolution point of view and a songwriting point of view, it's like, fuck me. They're like early to mid 20s and making Master of Puppets. Same with Ride the Lightning. Who the fuck writes a song like Fade to Black when they're 22, 23 years old? Yeah. But you get to see that evolution and that band then become the Black Album and so on and so forth. And there's so many bands out there like that. Mastodon are a great one for that. You know, their debut album, Remission, is one of my all-time favourite albums. But it's a completely different album to everything else they've done. And they've evolved and changed and twisted and turned throughout their entire career. But you can hear an evolution throughout all of it. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's just a whole fucking world at your feet. He's, yeah, he's right. I mean, it's the same with Sabbath as well, though, isn't it? Was, like, yeah. They, they first... Yeah, so it's priests. They're all, you know. Um, okay, Gav. So, uh, you know, w- w- when we're talking about like some kind of like student teacher moment, I mean, we're, we're. I think it's fair enough. You've been, you've listened to enough metal now that we can uh, give you some kind of assessment. So, so we've got a quiz for you. Let's see, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, you, you've got a quiz. I, I have no part in this whatsoever. And, yeah, but but you've you've acquiesced to this, Rianza. Okay, and. Uh, Basically, if you don't perform well on this quiz, then we're going to have to put it into remedial classes, okay? You, you, really are, you really you are a cruel, that. You really are a cruel bastard, aren't you? Yeah. I, I, listen, I haven't made it that difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to share the link with you. Well, so, um, is this going to get complicated? Does this work on an audio podcast? Uh, well, I'll, I'll read it out. But uh, the, the worst thing is, he's got a picture around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I was, I, made, I, I came this close to doing uh, almost catchphrase with him because I just wanted to be like, just, just say what you see. Um, right, this is this is just going to get. Oh my this. god, he's got a, got a he's got a proper game show of it and everything. I think um, I, I will get a photo of this for uh, for social media purposes, so everyone can see exactly. Maybe what close the porn down. Whoa, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I forgot that one's up. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Is this, well, that, is this that what your students have to put up with? don't need to cut that out. I've got no shame. Yeah. What the, yeah listen, the wife's actually just going <laughs> to set this up in a minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably texting my message now. Unfucking believable. Um, it's because I've got so many fucking. Um, it's because you've got nothing else to do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, How are you managing to get rid of get around the firewalls in Saudi with that? Oh, mate. Okay, so I've, I have to have. I've, <laughs> they, they've just cracked down on VPNs, right? So I managed to find like one of these like lesser known VPNs. So I've got to use a VPN. To unlock my VPN. Oh, okay. I can't believe what we've just witnessed. Oh, I'm dreading. Yeah. This. Are you ready? Right, well, mate, I'll mate. read out the questions. So, which band's lead guitarist was Dimebag Dow? And that's a typo. Down, 
Corrosion of Conformity, Pantera, or Machine Head. Now you've got a 50-50. You can get a <laughs> double score, or we can give you extra time. B. Corrosion of Conformity. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Right. Um, you cannot also phone a friend, your friend being Dragenza at this point, okay? <laughs> so you said Corrosion of Conformity. That was that was wrong. Great. Which thrash metal legend played with Megadeth in their early days? Jeff Hanneman, Kirk Hammett, Scott Ian, or Kerry King? There would be a lot of people who'd be into metal for 30 plus years who wouldn't necessarily know that. Uh, I'll go with Kerry King. And that is correct. Well yeah. done. I did see that in the news the other day. So, right, And you're on 100 points. That's 100 pounds in your hand. Plus a £10 time bonus. Trigenza will give you the money. What What? What about my bus fare home? Who headlined Donington Monsters of Rock in 1988? ACDC, Van Halen, Iron Maiden or Metallica? Oh. We can have Metallica. a 50-50. Metallica. Metallica. Metallica, are you sure? Yeah. Unfortunately, that is, that is not correct. It was Iron Maiden. I can't believe we resorted to this. Bonus oh, round. Bonus round. Flick a card, then you'll get extra points. There you go. 100 point bonus. This is this is just the best content we've ever done. This is this that's it probably is. that's probably the only other points I'm gonna get. No, I, I, Black Sabbath's debut album was called A Paranoid, B Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, C Black Sabbath, or D Warpigs. Black Sabbath. Correct. Another hundred points. Talk about yourselves, listeners. One hundred and twenty-seven points. Evans Question five. Get ready. How many questions Which are there? Band released the album "Screaming for Vengeance" in nineteen eighty-two. Metallica, Black Sabbath, Slayer, or Judas Priest? I do know. I know this. Judas Priest. Yeah. Nice. How many questions are there? Ten. Oh, ten. fucking hell! It's all right. We're halfway. We're halfway. He's doing well. He's, got, he's on over 50%, which is the name of the yeah. vocalist. Good afternoon. I put that one in just to take the piss out of Trigenza. So the answer is D, James LeBron. Right. Okay. Okay. okay, yeah. Okay, so we, 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 we'll give you that one. That's just that's just said uh, take the piss. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, second bonus round. Bonus. It's it's a bonus round that no one can see. It doesn't matter. Like we can we can put this up in the links if anyone wants it. I will post it on Twitter. It's like winning a speedboat on uh, Bullseye when you live in Tamworth. <laughs> take it back, boys. Take it back. <laughs> shit out. Shit out. The Norwegian black metal band Mayhem is infamous for the murder of one of its members. Who was the victim? Euonymous, Varg by Kernus, Camp Grishnag, or Hellhammer? It's, it's got to be C. You sure? Do you want to take a 50-50? Go on, yeah, 50-50 then. I'm going The Grishnag. victim, not the murderer. Ah, oh, erroneous. Euronymous then. Euronymous. Yeah, correct. Unbelievable. See, all of that time, playing uh, the... Uh, was it WrestleMania 2000 on the Nintendo yeah, 64? Where Padre had created, oh Camp yeah, he Richard did, didn't he? As his own character, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it the comes... last Sepultura album to feature Max Cavalera. 
KSAD, Roots, Arise or Against? Uh, oh, I'll phone a friend. Yeah, Steve, what was it? <laughs> it's fucking Roots. Right. Uh, I'm smashing this. Yes, he's doing well. 880, 91 points. Good. Right. We have two left. Who was the lead guitarist on the Ozzy Osbourne albums Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman? A. Gary Moore B. Tony Iommi C. Randy Rhodes or D. Richie Blackmore Oh, uh, I'm going to go um, Iommi No, unfortunately it was Randy Rhodes Okay, fair enough And the, the last bonus oh, <laughs> no. What the fuck? <laughs> I won that 50-50 <laughs> off the line Hang on, I won another 50 50 55 line. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yes, yay! Go <laughs> You've got yeah. Right. So last question. Last question. Right. I want all of the lights. Padre lost his trainers and Trigenza almost lost his front teeth in the mosh pit watching which band the big day out in 99. Was it Monster Magnet, right. Slayer, well, Sepultura, or Cold Chamber? Let's we'll take a 50-50. Right, we'll, we'll take a 50-50. We'll double the score. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, right, I'm going Slayer. Slayer. Okay, are you sure? I'm going Slayer. Well, I'm not sure. No, it's a guess. No, it's Monster Mac. Oh, bugger. Slayer went out. Big day out. Okay, <laughs> let's let's uh, look at the final fair, score. That, that was a fairly uh, niche last question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 891 points. So over eighty percent, which the, the pass mark was sixty-five. So you're welcome back on this podcast. <laughs> and the next time you come back on, there'll be the second as a formative assessment. Unfucking believe. So what we what we'll do is we'll we'll post that quiz on on Twitter, and um, you know our, our listeners are more than welcome to have a go at it. Unbelievable. I'm I'm very pleased with that score. I've got to be honest. <laughs> Couple well, of guesses. It does make a question though, like that last. Is it question number eight or nine? Um, like maybe maybe it might be a good idea, and that's another suggestion we can make. Is listen to those that especially Blizzard of Oz. It's a good album. It's worth listening to. Yeah, Aussie What's solo right? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's definitely worth listening to. So, you know, but I I don't even know where we're going to go from that. That's the most nonsensical thing I've ever done on an audio podcast. We've got to have Padre's. Uh, you know, I'm like I'm a maverick. There's no knowing which way I'm going to go. Like this is this this is why you know at some point we need to migrate onto YouTube. What I might I think what we might do is do a quiz for you. See how far. Yeah, you can. do it. No, no, do it. Do it. It's fine. Our, our music released in 2024. Yeah, basically. Yeah, well, anything, anything, <laughs> anything between 94 and 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, no, I don't, I, I don't even fucking know anymore. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I've I think, you, I think we, we, you come back on in about four or five months' time, and you tell us how the journey's going. Um, in between, and if if anyone's got any uh, recommendations for Gav, they can post them on Twitter or send them to us on Instagram, and we can pass them on. There is a well, um there is, there is there is the project Gav playlist which is knocking about on Spotify and you can find the link on uh, so if anybody wants to collaborate with that then let, let me know and uh, give you the access and you can stuck chuck stuff on there because you know we all love doing this kind of shit. 
Um, I want also. I, I just want to give a you know obviously a shout out to a day from a chupacabra for uh Nigel. Are you pissed? Nigel, Nigel. Sorry, I thought it was Continue. Dave. Sorry, Nigel. Right. I, I missed the episode when they came on. Dave, Dave is um, Dave is Black City. Right? Black City. Yeah, yeah. For uh, for for uh, apparently I made him spit his tea out with my PG tips quote. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's talking about uh, a list of padreisms, which I'm, I'm more than favourite. Someone else needs to do it. I can't do it otherwise. It's just egocentric. Yeah, because that 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 wouldn't come from you at all, would it? Top ten padre. It's my alter ego. The the person behind padre is, is a lot more relaxed. I I I think we may as well just shut this down now before it gets even more out of hand. But fuck me. What's this got out of hand? We've tested his metal knowledge. Okay, this is a reflection on us. As guides, teachers, shepherds, okay, yeah, and so we're obviously doing something right. There's no point in well, reflecting on on your efforts, though. It's taken you twenty years, and you get nowhere. Where the rest of us, just you know, six months, and he's he's a fully fledged metalhead. So, <laughs> you know, what influence have you had? What the fact? Well, the fact he's on this podcast for one. Well, this is true. I'll, give, I'll, I'll exactly. give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that and one. For, um, for the fact is that you know. I've I've been at a, a a lighthouse for the last twenty three years in his life, guiding him to the right to the right path. It's taken him a long time, but he's finally got there. Unbelievable! And we got a few things lined up. So yeah, creepers. I think the the fifteenth of of March. That'll be good. Um, I, honestly, I I can't I can't fucking wait for that one. It's in a small venue as well, so that'll be really cool. And yeah. I haven't I haven't actually listened to Creeper this year at all. I haven't listened to that album once this year. And I think I'm almost gonna keep it that way until that night because you know, I love that album so much that I think I'm just gonna just gonna go cold turkey and then let it all out that night because I think it'll be more fun that way. And nice you know, a bit of a jolly trip to the seaside, isn't it? It's a fucking yes. long drive Speaking for you like, as well. So fair play. At, yeah, at, at, at gigs like that. Do you reckon it'd be a good idea to do like that kind of quiz we just did as a as a support act, <laughs> just to just to keep like no, no seriously, like thinking about it, if you're at a game, right, and like this like stupid quiz came up on a massive screen, and you could like log onto it with your phone, like like Kahoot or something, and just do it while we wait for the band, that would be a good laugh. Fuck it out. You know what? You know what? If um, yeah, we'll get in touch with Creeper that, and we'll ask him if they're interested in. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely that, that definitely isn't going to happen. But there there is potentially an opportunity where that could happen. So, you know what? Leave leave that with me. There might there might be something that might be a bit of a laugh. I'll give yeah. you that. That might be good fun. So, um, uh, yeah. April um, Tail Gunner are coming to Cardiff, which uh, came as a bit of a surprise uh, last week when I looked. So, uh, hoping to go and see them. When when are they coming? Uh, uh april 18th i think it is um yeah, it's the night before we're all in bristol isn't it yeah and then yeah and then that weekend then we're uh meeting up again in bristol with yeah, we'll uh, be, uh celebrating three years of black city records yeah so uh you know this uh from going from the one municipal waste gig i've got a few bits and bobs lined up and then acdc now in uh in july as well and there will there will be plenty more yet and hopefully, hopefully, Lucifer. Well, Come on. you know, after what was it, day two or day three of me posting that, they responded and said there will be a UK show this year. So, but I'm not going to let up. I'll keep on going. Right. Anyway, look, let's let's stop it there and and rein him in because this is all getting a bit out of hand. Um, 
Right. I've got uh, a quiz with your name on it <laughs> at some point. Okay. It's all going to be about dream theatre. <laughs> you know what? I was um I was scrolling through uh, eBay earlier, just like looking through metal vinyl. You know, sort of like on a on a an ending soonest kind of thing. And um, dream theatres. Uh, seen some of Metropolis Part Two was on there. We're like about ten minutes to go, and it was a hundred and five quid. A hundred and five quid for a bit of Dream Theater vinyl, and that that had bids as well. That wasn't just a starting price. That would bids up to that. In fact, you well, know what? Um, Let me have a look yeah, and see what it sold for. Yeah, you you you've banned their name from this podcast, and you've just openly brought them into the podcast yourself. I've banned a lot of things from this podcast and no one seems to listen, so we may as well just get on with it. Yeah, you, you know, you're, you're going to wake up one day and Dream Theater are going to be under your pillow. Dear God. Can you imagine that? Right. Okay, so <laughs> this album, Dream Theater's Metropolis Part 2, Scenes from a Memory, double LP, sold this evening for £196.07. Wow. I mean... I know inflation's out of hand, but that's just ridiculous. Just ashamed, I think is is the way to put that. Fucking I mean, ashamed. if you've got if you've got that much money to spend on 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 that vinyl, then you've got no sense, really. No. I mean, it it almost it almost puts a bit of a downer on the end of the podcast because I, I think I've actually listened to one song by that band in my entire life, and I was like, no. Yeah, just... that's that's enough. But we need to stop talking about it because it's gone too far. Right. Anyway. Um, right. <laughs> um, we haven't got a normal episode next week because uh, I'll be I'll be going to suffocation and Sanguisuglebog, um, and we may have a we may have the odd interview knocking about in the next couple of weeks, and then I think we'll be back to normal uh, in about a fortnight's time. So um, so we will we will catch you then. But um, we'll have the voice of reason back as well, so maybe things will be a little bit more under control. There'll be a little bit less nonsense and pointless quizzes that no one... There is no way he would have brought any sense of order to tonight's episode. Of course he fucking would have done. This episode is a force of nature. Yeah, you're a force of fucking nature. So, (laughs) but yeah, until that point, um, yeah, we will be back at some point in the next couple of weeks. I don't know when, but we will be. So until that point, stay metal and don't listen to a fucking word he says. You'll be much better off for it.